Hello, guys, and welcome to episode number 10 of the podcast. So today is a special day because I have my good friend and amazing hairstylist, Bobby, <laughs> here to talk to me about what it means when we are our own worst self-critics. So what that basically means is we're going to be talking about this because specifically related to the beauty industry that he works in we're going to be talking about how many people are are not really able to see their own beauty because of just the standards of comparing themselves to other people whether that be you know online on social media on tv or whatever it is so i thought it would be like a really fun episode to have him come on here and talk to you guys about his thoughts because we had a really good conversation that was not recorded so i was like you know what i'm gonna need to have you come on here and do this interview so yeah so without further ado welcome <laughs> mr robbie to the podcast thanks paris how are you good how are you really well i mean good bored i guess that's the worst thing uh, but, right uh, i know this was like the my number one thing that i was looking forward today with you because <laughs> there's not really a lot to do right now so so yeah i mean um so basically like when when you think about it what does it mean to you when someone is their own worst critic um well first i i want to say congratulations on the podcast i think that's really really awesome Thank and you. uh you're welcome i gotta say i'm really proud of you you know this is really cool i've, I've been listening to your podcast and you know, I, I think it's going to take off and I'm just, you know, also thank you for having me on today. Yes, but, uh, thank you. Yeah, of course. So, um, you know, you and I were kind of talking earlier last week about this, but it's it's something that I see all too often yeah. um, in my profession as a hairstylist. And it's, uh, it's, it's, when when I first kind of realized what my job really was as a hairstylist mm-hmm. and what it wasn't was like a flashpoint in my life. Um, you know, people think my job is to make people beautiful. That's like the first thing I try uh-huh. to stop them on, you know. Mm-hmm. One thing that I like to say is you're already beautiful, you know, like I'm just adding to it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess when I when I first started doing this, I, I did have kind of like uh, these uh, visions in my head of, you know, being backstage at Fashion Week in New York mm-hmm. and the fog of hairspray and all that stuff. But as it turned out, what it really was was the opportunity to not just take care of people, but to serve them and lift them up and, and just, you know, love them. Cause I, I consider like most of my clients as family, you know, yeah. but the yeah. one thing that I hear all the time is just, well, I, you know, they, they come in the salon, they sit down in my chair and they're like, Oh my God, don't even look at me. I just, I look awful. And I'm like, what are you talking? I mean, first of all, you, you don't need to look flawless being here in the first place. Otherwise, yeah. what would my job be? But <laughs> I, I think I have a perspective from behind the chair mm-hmm. that allows people to become very um, 
what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, vulnerable. Yeah. All those walls, mm-hmm. all those barriers come down. And that can be intimidating, but it can also be liberating too. Yeah. And this is something that I've also had to learn myself, you know, like we are our own worst critics, you know, and they, they, they point out their flaws while they're looking at the mirror in front of me. And, you know, it breaks my heart, you know, and I didn't really, when I first started to realize how transparent people were in front of me, I was like, oh God, what do I do now? How do I, (laughs) you know? The first time I met you, like I, cause I was in there and I wasn't even like feeling good that day. Cause everyone has days when they just feel like, bad and gross and whatever and I was remember I came in and like was getting my hair done I saw you and you just have like this I don't know like your personality just like shot through and you were like we had this like instant connection I'm like this guy is cool I'm like I'm gonna be because you were just so like you were you would give compliments to everybody and like I I would see people in there you know like this like being like oh you know I don't like the way my hair looks or I'm not you know like they were always like being really critical of themselves and you were always so like just lifting people up and I was like that's the energy that we need in here like that's what we need because I feel like especially you know with like in the industry that you work in like you probably see that all the time oh yeah and and it's 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 a very um kind of shallow superficial industry unfortunately Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what the beauty and fashion and style industry, at least the way I feel in my heart, should be, should be something amazing, something fun, something to be able to express yourself, something to uh, make you feel better, you know, a way for you to be you. And instead, over the years, you know, <laughs> over the years, probably like, you know, millions of years since the universe began but I I feel like too many times the people that kind of um, are in this industry um, try and uh, market to people's insecurities you know yeah when I was working at Ulta um, you know I would try to do do an exercise every once in a while where I would try and look at everything from a client's perspective. Simple things like sitting down in my own salon chair, looking at myself in the mirror, looking around while I'm in that chair. What do I see from their perspective, from their vantage point? What do yeah. they see as they're walking in? You know, because the salon at Ulta, um, you know, it's inside a store yeah. that's for beauty and, and um, you know, makeup, cosmetics, hair, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. By the time they get to the salon, what do they see? They see a bunch yeah. of stuff that says, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You're not this. You're not that. Buy this. Look like mm-hmm. this. Look like that. And I have people coming up to me saying, you see that picture of curls? Or I want, I want, you know, her makeup or whatever, you know? Yeah. And what I realized is they're spending we, we don't really see ourselves enough you know because we're behind our own face right i know that sounds kind of uh-huh. silly but it's true no it is we see i mean especially today how many screens are we looking at on a daily basis 
you know, we have cell phones, we have our TVs, we have our computers, we have, you know, pictures that that we see in advertising and marketing, and and it's all someone different or all something different. It's a it's it's a standard that was set by somebody else, and I guess I kind of understand that, you know, you have to um, sell a product. You have to kind of set um, an idea for the industry. Yeah. But unfortunately, we as humans, we look at that, and all we all we see is that. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to be. But for some reason, I can't be that. You know, like I I don't know. I kind of tell a story every once in a while, like. How I've looked at you know different Hollywood actors or you know even even other people like that I know and think yeah see why can't my hair be like that mm-hmm. and what I realize is like it's because I'm not that person but what I was doing and I know this sounds kind of funny and superficial for myself but like it's something that I had realized as a hairstylist myself you know mm-hmm. I was too busy uh-huh. trying to think about I don't have that hair instead of trying to think like, well, I can do something cool with my own hair too, you know? And so when I realized that, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, because we were even Everybody. talking about that. Like you, told, you said something to me, like you said, like you said everyone tends to want stuff they don't have, or like someone with straight hair wants curly hair. And then <coughs> Excuse curly me. hair wants straight hair. And I remember I yeah. used to be like that. Like I'd always want straight hair. And now when I like look back on that, I'm like, you know, I don't even know why I was really like that. I just, I feel like it was because I didn't have that and I wanted to have my hair to be like that all the time. And it was just, I don't know. It's like this weird obsession almost that you just, you don't really know you have, but it's like there. Yeah. And it's annoying. And I feel like, you know, like, what do you, like, how do you respond to that? Like when you get people coming in who are like that, like, what do you do? Well, for- let me, let me ask you this, Paris. Um, do you know do you do you know why um you wanted that you know you, you talk about the curly hair or straight hair or whatever i'm kind of a- asking that rhetorically but the thing is is that we're just human you know mm-hmm. and i want everybody to realize it like this is just it's okay it's normal you know um i do it myself every day right yeah but the point is is you got to be able to also relax with yourself too and be cool with yourself. But, um, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry. Could you, could you ask that question one more time? Yeah. So like when, so when you have someone come in to get their hair done with you when they're, they have, you know, like what you said, when they see a picture and they're like, Oh, I want my hair. Like I want it to be like that. And it's never like this, but I want it like that. What do you do or like say to them? Well, um, you know, when it's, when it's a new client, I always want to take the necessary time and effort to just get to know them, you know, um, because you kind of got to pick through the words and the psychology of it all <laughs> to see what they actually are seeing in themselves, what they actually want what they think they want. Um, And the biggest thing that I've learned is I can, I can be a great hairstylist. Okay. I can, Mm -hmm. I can do great color. I can do great haircuts. 
you know, I can style a supermodel's hair, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I can do that. That is not, that is not the true measure of how well or how, how, how good I am to my clients, okay? <laughs> my job is to take care of the person, I think. You know, mm-hmm. you walk into a salon and that's, like I said, it's, it's, uh, it can be intimidating, you know? One of, the, yeah. one of the things I love to say is when you come in the salon, like I, I like to say, welcome to the judgment-free zone. Mm-hmm. Because it has to be that way. But I get it. You know, you walk in to a salon with a bunch of hairstylists that I would hope have pretty decent hair, you know, <laughs> and, and look the part, um, not because we're super full or, you know, flawless or perfect. We're not, but yeah. that, that's our profession. So it kind of makes sense like that, but I can see how maybe our appearances, not just ourselves, but the space that we're in as well can automatically yeah. make somebody feel judged. Yeah, how do you think? So if someone's like that, what do you think they can do to try to move away from that uh, just tendency to be really overly critical of themselves? Like, is there is there things that you've done or like things that you think that would work for people who are like trying to move away from that? I, I, I think we need to be more open-minded, okay? We yeah. need to... It's all about it's all about self love, and and you hear about self love all the time, you know. Um, my wife and I were actually talking about this last night. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a quote that Will Smith uh, said. Oh, I'm going to kind of paraphrase it, but he's being interviewed. I think I feel like it was on Ellen, but I'm not sure. Don't don't quote me on that. But he yeah. said something along the lines. He was talking about his wife because they've been together for a long time. They have a great family, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said. What I know is that it is not my responsibility to make my wife happy. It yeah. is not my responsibility to provide her happiness. And what he meant by that is it doesn't matter what you can do as yourself. If, if yeah. the other person is just not a happy person, that's on them. You know, obviously, like, you yeah. know, I, I want to I no, be good I... to my wife. I want to do things good. I want to do things that will make her happy. But at the core, if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't love yourself from within, then you're not going to be able to benefit from the other or anything else. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I, what I see is just, like I said, being open-minded, you know, take your time. And I, I'm going to use obviously a lot of, uh, hairstyling, um, analogies but for example one thing you know i hear a lot about is oh i can't do those curls or how come my curls can't look like that or you know and mm-hmm. the thing is is that they're looking at something that somebody else has yeah and it's blocking them from being able to see something really adorable or cute that they could have themselves you know Something that somebody else is probably going to say, oh my God, look at her. Why, why can't I have her curls? We're too busy looking at <laughs> what everybody else has that you're not going to, you're not even giving yourself the chance to see what you might have. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, no, that's, yeah. What, what, like, I, I'm not bragging, but I really do. You know, I've got a lot of faults. All right. 
you know, yeah. I got a lot of stuff that's messed up because I'm human, right? But yeah, every- I, 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 I enjoy myself. I'm the kind of person that can make myself laugh, you know? And I, I realize that's something that's just a positive attribute that I have, you know? And so I try, yeah. I try to focus on like the little good things here and there or the little successes here and there because mm-hmm. that's what's going to get you through like, you know, the stuff that's going to come up in your face and say you're not good enough, you're not this or that. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just like, yeah. you know, take small steps, you know, like you ever, you ever get to know yourself before? You might want to try it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go hang out with yourself. Go talk to yourself. Go interview yourself. You know, see, right. see, see what you it's... like. See what's good about you, right? <laughs> yeah, because I know even like for me, like I remember thinking back, like maybe like ten years ago, you know, yeah. and I'm sitting there, and, like I was always very just, you know, when it when it comes to like your physical appearance and like how you look and how you want to look and how you're looking at, you know, like what you were saying, like when, when you see a picture of somebody and you're like, oh, like I wish I had that hair. I wish I had, you know, like that body or like yeah. that kind of, you know, that skin. And I feel like when we do that and like if we do that so much, it, it almost becomes regular, like a regular part of our day. You know, like we wake up and we're like, yep. you know, like I wish I had this or I looked like that to the point where you can't even appreciate your own self or think about yourself that other people you know like maybe someone else is looking at you and going like wow like I wish I had you know whatever she has but it's like we we like cut ourselves off from even being able to you know like what we were saying see our own beauty because we're so used to focusing on what should we fix or how do I make this better or you know I want to lose weight or you know I'm not happy with you know, whatever it is physically about yourself that you can't even notice things that are good or, you you know, you did work on or whatever. Because I feel like, you know, and especially in salons, when you come in and it's like so many people don't just go, you know, just to anyone to get their hair done. You have to like build a relationship and you trust, you know, the person who's doing your hair. And absolutely it is. It is. It makes you it does make you vulnerable. Like when you go in for the first time. And you don't really, you know, like some people, you know, when they're younger, don't even really know what they want when they get their hair done. Like they don't, they don't really know. And then they're like, but then they're so scared. A, you know, maybe this is what I want to look like because they don't know, you know, I don't, it's just, it's, I've noticed so many things too. Like when I would come in to the salon and just like be around you and then even Giselle. And that was like, that was why going there is because. I would see you guys and be around that and like have the energy and just, it wasn't, you know, it was actually, it was fun. I didn't even yes. feel like I was going there to get my hair done. I felt like I was going to just exactly, hang out yeah. with, yeah, yeah. And that's the way it should be, you know? And you know, I, I don't want to rag on my industry cause I love it. And th- you know, it has been good to me and thank God I found the thing yeah. that I love the thing that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good at, you know, thank God for that because I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of us maybe have a job or a career that we absolutely love, but that's okay though, yeah. you know, because you, you can mm-hmm. find your joy in other places, right? Um, yep. But I am just so lucky and blessed to have found it, 
you know, and, and there are many moments that I can pinpoint in my life where it almost didn't happen, you know, but yeah. somehow here I am. But the, the big responsibility and the big, um, I guess almost honor, you know, that I have people, mm-hmm. I have a job where people are almost forced to be vulnerable, forced to open themselves yep. up. That's not me forcing them, <laughs> but in a sense, it's like, unless you put your insecurities out there, you know, for me to kind of understand. Yeah. And, and I just want to get to know you as a person first. And that goes for anything, you know, if for whatever we want in life, if we don't just get to know each other and then understand each other, mm-hmm. we're not going to be comfortable, you know? And, and, and that's the thing. That's what I realized. I, I had to kind of, um, I don't know. I've been doing this a long time, but I just think when I was young, yeah. how, ill-prepared I was um, I think emotionally and maybe on a spiritual level because people put their their spirits out there too and Mm -hmm. it had to kind of make me look at my own kind of soul and uh, who I am as a person myself Um, because people are going to come in to the salon and put themselves out there like that for me I probably need to do as best I can. Now, I don't always get it right. I don't always, you know, I mean, there's, there's, I'm, I'm, you know, there's times where I am a mess and I'm just like, oh God, oh God, I hate, but I've taken the time to kind of just be okay with myself too here and there. And, um, you know, when somebody, I'm going to go back to like, new clients okay when they come in for the first time mm-hmm. and this even happens here and there with my my regular clients you know because yeah just because they've been coming to see me for two three four ten years doesn't mean they're mm-hmm. promised you know five six seven weeks from now every time anyone no yeah. matter if they see me forever if it's my own family mm-hmm. <laughs> or if they're a brand new client <laughs> it's a job yeah. interview every time every time mm-hmm. i have to make sure that I'm giving them the best that I can. Mm-hmm. Even even if I'm not feeling the best that I am. But if I'm trying to give yeah. them the best that I can, even if the best that I can is like, oh, I'm having a crappy day too. Mm-hmm. It's going to mean so much more to them, you know? And I can't yeah. take that for granted. I can't take people for granted like that. Yeah. And, you know, when... I mean, I remember you telling me too. Like, when you were telling me, I was thinking about it. I'm like thinking about just when you're working on someone's hair coloring their hair cutting their hair whatever you're doing with their hair you're still you know you're having to get to know that person and know like what they what they want what they don't want you know what they don't like with their hair and i feel like you know if people you know are so because it's sometimes you get that where people are just everything's negative like everything you know sucks like i don't you know i like it's it's almost don't go to a salon like you don't girl don't do it (laughs) that's not that's not why you're you're there to have fun and i and i get it you know like like, you go to the dentist and that's that can be intimidating and even scary you know especially like if you have a dentist that's like 
mm, looks like somebody hasn't been flossing. You know, like, I don't want to do the lecture. Yeah. I'm, I'm paying you, right? But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like you almost are trained in, in your in your brain to um, accept. And I'm not saying that's it's just an analogy I'm using. But, you know, like you're almost trained to just allow them to speak like that or accept that, you know. And mm-hmm. the same in anything, you know, I I like tattoos. I have a few here and there, as you know. But, <laughs> you know, I remember like getting yeah. my first uh, tattoos thinking like, you know, I don't want to like say anything to them. I don't want to be too picky and, you know, uh, annoy them yeah. or whatever because, you know, they're really professional and they're artists. But no, I mean, I'm paying them. Like, and not, not yeah. only am I paying them, but like, I'm also just hanging out with another person. And just because this person mm-hmm. is this or that, just because I'm sitting next to, you know, uh, I don't know, a king or a queen. I, I, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, the, the point is, is that we're all in this together. And mm-hmm. whatever we... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really why I wanted just to talk to you about this. Because I know when we, when we were talking, even before this, like, having you come on the podcast and talk about this, you were talking to me about how people have this warped view of beauty and what they should be and what they shouldn't what they need to look like and and I was thinking about that myself because I'm I'm like sitting here reflecting on how I used to be and I used and I remember when I used to go into salons to get my hair done I would always pick out or I would always be very hard on myself even if I liked my hair right I was happy with that I was still I would still pick out the other things that I didn't like like oh I want to fix that or this isn't working and it was almost like it just completely defeated the whole purpose of going. Because I feel like now when I go and like when I would see you and come in and like get my hair done, it would almost be like just fun. It wasn't even, I wasn't even worried about anything. I wasn't even, and I stopped being so critical of myself because I feel like I, and I don't know if this is for, how it is for everybody, but I feel like with with more time that goes by, you learn to... I guess, accept things about yourself that you, you know, like you just, you, I don't know, you just kind of grow into your own skin and just start to be happy, I guess, for, right. you know, just even Absolutely. being here, even being alive. So it's just, you know, that's really why I wanted to, you know, have you come on and talk about that. Cause I, I didn't even think about it like that until you told me, you know, people's view of themselves and how they, how we are our own yeah. worst critic. Cause most of the time, you know, when someone like if you're if you ask me to give, you know, my opinion of somebody else, I'd probably give them I'd probably give them a way better. Absolutely. Than what they yeah, would give absolutely. Their own self. So, and it's a lot of people don't really realize that because I feel like sometimes people are so used to, you know, OK, I want to look this way and act this way so that other people accept me and like me and think I look good. But then when you're so caught up in doing that, it's almost just damaging to your own yeah. well-being because you're just putting these standards on yourself that aren't really attainable because yeah so it's like I mean it's just it's it is crazy so I mean I you were like the perfect person to talk to this about because you should you even put put it in my head like that because I never thought about people being their hardest harshest judges on themselves I never really thought about that until you said that and I was like okay I was like, we need to, we need to have a talk about this. Well, so. you know, and, and 
what I learned is that it's it's from the inside. You know, you don't you don't get confidence from outside things. You just don't. You know, we, we're humans. Mm-hmm. We we have a soul. You know, and and yeah, I, like I don't want to get like, <laughs> religious or spiritual or anything. No matter what, this universe put us here, and mm-hmm. there are aspects about us as humans, about us as 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 people that transcends anything physical the physical mm-hmm. is not going to be there forever you know i mean every day yeah. you're getting older and older and older so it, it, it is not going to come from the outside no matter what you do to yourself on the outside it is not going to fix you or give you confidence or make you happy on the in- inside now i'm not saying that i'm not <laughs> saying that like you know you don't need to go and and feel pretty and you know get makeup or you know get some clothes or get some tattoos or whatever you know but the, you need to do it for yourself yeah and, and mm-hmm. not to try to put out there something that you're not don't do it for the rest yeah. of the world because the rest of the world honestly doesn't care about that they don't yeah they don't care about the outside mm-hmm. of you okay Mm-hmm. Confidence yeah. and happiness from yeah. the inside is the most beautiful um, characteristic of all. Oh yeah, and no, for you if you if you try to chase a self image, you're going to chase it forever. You're never going to find it. Yeah, you know. So it's 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 a balancing thing, you know. And and um, I just want people to know that wherever you are in life, whoever you are what what gender you are what orientation what religion what size shape color anything no matter where you are you know like he's oh on a scale of one to ten how beautiful are they no that doesn't matter because they're <laughs> they're even the people that you think are the most beautiful the most perfect are looking at themselves in the mirror every day Mm-hmm. and seeing oh god I don't like that or I don't like that I don't like that mm-hmm. you know and it, it, it... yes yeah it, that's like, it's like it's so true and I mean this is really you know the reason I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's so important when it comes down to you know people's self image people's confidence people's just everything even the way you look at your own life and the way you approach what you do on a daily basis comes back to, you know, how you feel about yourself and how you really feel. And even if it sounds superficial to say, you know, like how you feel about how you look, that is very important to people. And and you're never going to feel okay about it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not saying that. Well, I'm not saying that you, because there's times where it's like, oh yeah, you know, like I look good today. Thank you. You know, for this. But what I'm saying is that is never or ever going to like make you, happy on the inside you know we're always going to be chasing i was able to have you come on and talk about this of course of course okay well i cannot wait to put this i'm going to try to get this episode posted tonight or tomorrow but i just wanted to say thank you for coming on because you know i I wanted to have you come on as soon as you said that and we had that conversation i was like we are making this into an episode because this is so important 
<laughs> it was when 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 we were talking uh, that one night about it, yes. and I was like, "Oh, you should totally interview me." And then like yes. I kind of said a few things, and you're like, "Oh my god, we should totally do it." And I was like, "There was a moment where I was like, wait, what?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well yeah. maybe maybe I should try it, you know?" But yes. um, I am just super super grateful that you invited me on your show, and um, you know. I hope that you know people hear it, mm-hmm. and um, I I think it's cool what you're doing to help people. Yeah, thank you. Feel better about themselves and improve themselves, and um, you know, yes, just well, keep going, girl. Yes, <laughs> I will. Well, I mean, I hope everyone who listened to this episode took something away from this and really enjoyed it as much as I did making this episode. So, you Me know, too. with that being said, I'm going to let you guys go and I hope you guys have a great day, night, whatever time it is, where you are. <laughs> and I will be putting this up as soon as I get done about to go eat. So, <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. You're welcome. Love you too. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.